This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is Mike Mansfield with Wealth Puzzle Radio. As always, i got my good friend, my co-host here, Tony Shore. Tony, thanks for joining us. Happy, happy day. Uh, we got a, I don't know, we got some hot topics. What are we talking oh, yeah. about? Maybe... <laughs> Why don't you tell there's us what lot, we're talking about? Well, there's a lot going on out there. Uh, I know that you have some ideas of what to talk about. I mean, obviously, we can start with uh, the fun economy. Uh, numbers are up. Inflation is down. Is that a good thing? What a freak thing. You know, it, that's what's funny is it's the elusive recession. You know, we were talking about this last week, but it's almost laughable every time another piece of economic data comes out and how they start to contradict and confuse and fight everybody. But you go back, Tony, you know, four, five, six months, and everybody was saying, it's coming. The recession is coming. I mean, you go back to 2018, everyone was saying, oh, yeah, it's, uh, we're having a recession in 2019. Dang it. And then 2019 happens, and everyone says, we're having that recession. We're having it in 2020. And so... Now, all of a sudden, you know, a couple of weeks ago, what happens? The, uh, the the GDP estimates are coming out for the first quarter. People think they're going to be at like 3%. This is this can't be true because that doesn't make any sense. Everything's supposed to be declining. Unemployment claims are the lowest in like 60 years. That doesn't make any sense. Those should be increasing. Nothing is really supporting this significant recessionary case. They kind of keep kicking the can down the road. Now, from a... Uh, Investor standpoint, I mean, one of the things that we saw, Tony, become a huge issue last year was the the fighting the Fed. I don't know. Is that the right? I don't know. It's the Fed, right? They were a problem. What was everyone freaked out about? Oh, the Fed's mean. They're going to raise interest rates. Don't do that. They're, they're blowing the fun. You probably remember all that. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, it was funny because this is, a, you know, it's amazing about the Federal Reserve, and we've talked about this before, is the... Like, what is their job? Is it really to be the spokesman of the people to come out and tell everybody what's going on? I always viewed them from the good old days as being this subtle, quiet, behind the scenes group that's just kind of like, you know, the Oompa Loompas pulling on all the strings to get everything set up. And we didn't really weren't supposed to really focus, focus on them. Um, So it's kind of interesting. You know, things have changed. But what just happened recently well, we just had inflation come out, and inflation is oddly low. Heck, there was a there was an article on Investment News the other day. I, I laughed out loud. It said, "Rest in peace, inflation." So, I guess it's, I guess it's all gone, my friend. <laughs> That's it. We don't have to worry about it anymore. It's completely gone. Yeah, I guess so. You know what's you know what the problem the problem with inflation is? It's how they calculate it. Oh See, yeah. That's we touched on that last week, but that's it's yeah you you didn't go into it, but is you just they don't include groceries or energy or what right fuel? yeah they start they start cutting stuff out that's that's <laughs> more price sensitive, which I find ironic. I read something one time that said something like I don't know in thirty year 
years, they've changed the way they calculate inflation 20 times. And, you know, every time they, and if you use this way that they used to calculate it, you know, inflation would be at 20%. And if you use this way on how they used to calculate it, it'd be negative, you know, so they're always kind of like cooking the books of trying to figure out what's happening. And that's in fact, what happened, um, a couple years ago is in 2017, when they were adjusting the tax law, they also chain changed the, uh, the inflation metric that they follow. So they follow something called the CPI, the consumer price index. So that's the concept of the inflation index, but they have different variations of the CPI. And what did they switch from? I can't remember off the top of my head. They switched from the urban to the chain or the chain to the urban is one of the two. But in any case, you know, every time you flip flop on this, it makes inflation mathematically, it seems like more benign. And so there's a number of different websites that I follow for different ways that they calculate inflation and things like that. And so the government's opinion of inflation looks like the, 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 the core personal consumption expenditures. I'm just kind of reading something here. Um, was flat for the month of March and up 1.6% year over year. Let's see. Well, yeah, so it's up 1.7% on the year. But what's funny is that's how the government's viewing it. And remember, what's the government's target goal, Tony? Any ideas? Um, I Usually, isn't it uh, 2%? That's 2%. Know. That's kind of their goal of, of saying, hey, that's a normal, healthy growth rate. That's where we think we have a reasonable economy. The car is cruising. It's getting good gas mileage, however you want to describe it. So we're, well, we're below that, you know, per the government. Now, it's kind of interesting because, you know, this starts getting back into that whole Federal Reserve debate is what the heck are they going to do, man? Remember, uh, GDP's higher than anyone expected. Earnings are coming out really better than anybody expected. Unemployment claims are lower than expected. And we have, you know, a light, soft um, inflation rate. So it's interesting, you know, certainly doesn't make the case for the Fed's raising rates at the moment. So I guess that's at least reinforced, but it's just one of those things. You know, there's another website where they just calculate all inflation and in March it was 1.9%. So much closer to the 2% mark than what they're saying. And so that, I think that's, what's tough. Tony is who do you believe? You know, when everybody calculates the exact same number, you know, 30 different ways, which one's the right way to calculate the same number? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Good point. So, how do you figure that out? Well, that's why I just follow the gross historical inflation personally. I think that that's a more interesting metric instead of them trying to be creative and trying to be sensitive. Because let's be fair, has anybody gone to the gas pump lately? Anybody? Anybody out there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, I've heard about it lately, and you don't normally hear about it these days when people talk about gas, but gas has been going up a lot. You know, and and granted, that's a kind of a current event issue. That's why they try to strip it out of the inflation gauge, just because, you know, if there's a something going on in the Middle East that impacts gas supply and things of that nature. But still, the point is, is what is inflation to all of us? It is stuff costing more money. And you know what? Every time I take my four kids out to eat at Chick-fil-A, it seems like it's more and more and more expensive. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It does get more expensive food. I think, I think inflation obviously, and I think I mentioned this last week too, it just, it goes up exponentially uh, with certain items, especially when it comes to eating out and fuel prices can keep going up and obviously healthcare. I mean, 
health insurance, let's if you calculated in how much health insurance increases for people year over year, right. I mean, infl- you're it's talking crazy. about inflation, 10, crazy. 20%, 50%. That's why we need Medicare for all. Oh. No, sorry, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. The um but but you're so right, Tony. Everything costs more money and and you know it's even here in Ventura, the the rents I was talking to somebody recently who's renting a small home in an area that, you know, wouldn't be the most desirable area and it's 3,100 bucks a month and almost fell over. You know, what are you supposed to do? Food costs a lot. Gas costs a lot. Um, housing costs a lot. Like you said, the, the, you know, healthcare and whatnot costs a lot. It's an expensive hobby to live. So in any case, everything is expensive. Yet the government says there's no such thing as inflation. Uh, you know, the mystery continues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. So what what does the, all this mean for us personally, for our listeners out there, myself and my wife, what? when we're trying to plan for our retirement, save money? Uh, how does this affect us? Well, that's the, always the question, Tony. That's what we were talking about last week is we get to talk about these big picture relevant things. But everything falls back to the individual. All of this information is to help the individual become that much more accountable to their situation to say, hey, the world's weird. The way they talk about things are weird. There's a lot of problems going on. What do I need to do to buffer myself and protect myself and protect my family? You know, that's kind of where it starts, right? That's where obviously what I do is, is that retirement income planning, that cash flow management, the tax planning, the investment management. Uh, estate planning, all those things are designed to make sure that your financial house is in good order. You know, it's like the analogy. Did you build your house on the sand or on the rocks? Right. Right. Hopefully you built it on the sand of the beach because it's so beautiful (laughs) over there. Oh, so anyways. Hey, look, uh, we got to take a break here in a second, Tony, but let's kind of do all of our current event stuff. Hey, bad news, everybody. Remember, 2019, the mean old newspaper is no longer doing the Reader's Choice Awards. Obviously, the Lynn Group here, um, we won the last two years running as Ventura's best financial planning firm. And so there's a reason for that. We were hoping that we were going to go three years in a row strong, but the, the, the newspaper was scared of us winning so much, I guess. So they canceled the whole program. But hey, there's a reason that we've been voted uh, the number one financial planning firm in Ventura. We put a lot of time, we put a lot of energy, we put a lot of love into our clients' situations, their retirement plans, their goals, what makes them happy, what makes them tick, and certainly dealing with their concerns. Give us a call, 805-500-7035, 805-500-7035. You can set up a complimentary consultation. If you come in free, no cost, we're going to help you start building a retirement income plan. We're going to give you a lot of advice, a lot of information. We're going to help you understand the things that you need to be doing correctly the first time, because let's be fair with retirement. You only got one shot at it. So give us a call 805-500-7035. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in a moment. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from The Lynn Group by visiting thelyngroup.com or calling us at 805-500-7035. And welcome back to The Wealth Puzzle. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. 
And our host is Michael Mansfield of the Lynn Group. And Mike, great show so far. We've been talking about the economy and interest rates, things like that. But now we need to talk a little more about how it applies to us. What options are available out there? You know, good question, Tony. Option one is always registering for my podcast and listening <laughs> to my go. shows over and over again, right? Wouldn't that be step one of individual accountability? We got a lot of shows over the years that give people a lot of good basic information on retirement planning. In fact, if you go to wealthpuzzleradio.com, wealthpuzzleradio.com, you can sign up for our podcast, which is our radio show. It's pre-recorded. You can download it on your phone. You can listen to it when you're gardening, listen to it on the on the bus, on the train, in the plane, whatever it is. Um, there's three ways to register, I think, Tony. What are they? They're, uh, what is it, the, the Googly thing? Google Play? Uh, yeah. Is that a thing? Google Play. Yeah. And then, then you got iPhone Play, whatever that's called, iTunes. <laughs> and then the big ticket item is Spotify. I think that's the most popular podcast form. So we're on all three. If you go to wealthpuzzleradio.com, you got the little buttons on there where you can register, sign up. I guess they'll notify you when there's a, a new available show. But that's a good way to just start learning some stuff without having to see anybody, without having to read anything. Step one. Step two is obviously give me a call. You know, what I do is once again, proper retirement income planning. In fact, anybody that calls and wants to come in for a complimentary consultation, if you're concerned about your retirement income plans, I will give you a free copy of one of my books. I'm going to give you How Your Financial Planner Failed You, which is a guide to proper retirement income planning. It is kind of a very generic step-by-step -step process of what we do with the majority of people to start to organize your situation. So I think that that's good. You know, listen to the show. Get a free book. You're going to get a lot of information on how to start preparing a retirement income plan. Above and beyond that, let's talk about some of the basics, Tony. Yeah. What are the two, um, la, 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 where should we start today? This is all you know, unscripted. <laughs> we just go for it. Yeah. Maybe we need, maybe we need a script. Maybe no, that's our no, problem. No, maybe no, we get no. more that's listeners if we followed help. the script. That's like, not going to help. Uh, item two for today's no. show. Make sure that you have a budget. Um, no, that's you not going to help. But Otherwise, obviously, we, just... we need to get our ducks in a row and be prepared for <laughs> if the recession does come. But when it when times are good, it's like true. now. Now's the time to get ready. Right. Now's the time. You know, whether the stock market's at the highest it's going to be or not, it's at a high point. This is the best time on earth to prepare for retirement and to consider what you're doing. The last thing you want to do is do this on December 24th last year after the market's already fallen 20%. Today's the day you prepare retirement. That's what's awesome about this stuff is you do it when the market's high and everything makes 10 times more sense. But anyways, uh, I know. What, what, what are the two uh, colors of money we like to talk about? Uh, they are red and green. That is right. So the two big ticket things that we talk about is red and green money with all of our clientele. Now, why do I talk about red and green money? Well, it's pretty simple. Does anybody understand the complexities of a variable annuity? Mm, probably not. Does anybody understand how to calculate the trading costs and expense ratios of a mutual fund? <laughs> probably not. You know, we, we could do this all day long, right? Um, the point is, is to the listeners here is you do what you're good at, right? 
you're a mathematician, you, you know, whatever the thing is that you do, you're a nurse, you're a specialist at what you do. And so what I've realized over the years that when you try to talk to people um, too deep and too complex about the inner workings of some investments, it can just be overwhelming and cause paralysis, right? Everyone just freezes up like too much information. What's going on? So as a starting point to the conversation about investment management and understanding, we made it very simple. We broke it into colors. It can't get any easier than that, Tony, right? right? It, what does the color red mean to stop. you? Like, well, you know, if you saw red, what? Well, stop. Danger. Collaborate and listen. Danger. Oh, uh, I was doing vanilla ice, and you're doing Will Rogers. Will Rogers. No, that was that's the old <laughs> yeah, country that? star. Uh, it's, it's. I know. No, it's the robot. Will Robinson <laughs> is the boy on Lost in Space. Well, and well. <laughs> danger, Will Robinson. Danger. That was the robot talking. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was the robot with the with those very highly mm-hmm. high tech arms. The um. I look like those tubes off of like dryers, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it did. His <laughs> arms like venting, did. They did look tubes. Like. It was uh, a long time ago. Anyways. Let's let's cut him some slack. The special effects weren't <laughs> Sorry. great, but it was Sorry. a fun show. <laughs> so in any case, yeah, red red means danger. It means something. It means be aware. You know, if you're driving up to the intersection and there's a red light, do you just say, "Oh, cool, we're safe, we're good. Let's just keep cruising." I hope not, right? So in any case, anything that's red is something that kind of goes up and goes down. That's stocks, a lot of bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, variable annuities, alternative investments. There's a lot of different things that go up and go down. Basically, red money is what we call our hope so money. And Tony, we call it hope so money for two reasons. We hope, think about your stocks. Don't you hope they go up? And you sure as heck hope they don't go down. There's a lot of hope happening with that stock, man, when you buy it. But the problem is, is we're hoping, we're hoping that the timing is right. We're hoping the investment was right. We're hoping we don't lose our money. There's a lot of hope that bakes into that. So anything that doesn't have that price guarantee where it can go up and go down in the market, that's our red money. That's our hope so money. The other side of the coin is our green money. This is our safer stuff. We call this our no so money and no is K-N-O-W. We know what it's going to do. We know we're not going to lose any of it. We also know we're going to make whatever we're going to make on it. You know what the two big ticket items in, in no so money are, Tony, that I love that most What's people that? don't think about? Pensions and Social Security. Ah. I mean, think about what a big asset class Social Security is for somebody. You know, you've got something w- with a government guarantee and a cost of living adjustment and tax efficiency on top of it. How much money would you have to have it into an account to, you know, recreate that thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars? A lot of money. Social security is a huge asset in retirement. People don't think about it like that. Same thing with pensions. And then you kind of go down the rabbit hole of safer investment vehicles. The obvious one is banks. Do Tony, do you do you, do you have at least oh, yeah. a dollar in your bank account? Okay. So do you know when you wake up tomorrow and you log in? How much will be in there still? Uh, not a, not the exact amount, but close. But pretty yeah. darn close, right? Hopefully still the dollar is roughly yeah. in there. Yeah. But we're not worried about waking up one morning like our stocks and our bank account has dropped in value based on some market risk. Um, it only drops in value because of our family risk, right? They, they always take money right. out of our bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's safe. 
uh, CDs, you know, we know what they're going to make. We're not going to lose any money. It's going to grow at a certain rate. Checking savings accounts, all those banking instruments offer that. And then you get into different levels of bonds. There's much more conservative bonds than aggressive bonds, which is its own conversation. And then insurance policies. There's a lot of safety and a lot of guarantees with insurance policies. The big ticket item there is probably cash value life insurance. So life insurance as an investment can be a very safe, a very stable, a very guaranteed product. And at the same token, fixed style annuities. There's, there's fixed annuities and fixed index annuities. So that kind of breaks in a very big picture the two buckets of money, right? The red money and the green money. So what does that mean? We're talking basically about what our risk is or how much risk our money is is at, right? Yeah. Well, it's all about purpose of money. It's all about how to invest money appropriately. Because remember, most people are wired from the accumulation phase of life where they're saving their money. They're growing it. They're doing salary deferrals into a 401k. They're investing in it. Grows, invest, grow, save, invest. You know, they just kind of have this cycle. And then you retire and you have to be very careful because your attitudes should shift. When you go from that accumulation phase to your distribution phase, times have changed, my friends. You got to really think about your money. That's where this red and green money conversation exists. And so here's the deal. I always break people's money into red and green money, just as that kind of obvious point to see what we have. And for clarity, I use green money to generate income in retirement. Now, why do I use green money? Because there's stability, there's safety, there's predictability. For example, if you had a hundred grand, uh, Tony, let's say in your checking account and you took out $5,000 a year, wouldn't you have a pretty good idea how long the money's going to last yeah. for? Yeah. You know, it's going to last for 20 years. And if you got some interest, it's going to last a little longer. Hip, hip, hooray. So it's easy to plan what's happening with that bucket of money. Now, let's move over to the red money. If I had a hundred grand in a stock and I wanted to pull out $5,000 a year, do we have an idea how long the money's good for? Um, nope. No, we don't. And, and now let's, let's, we'll be devil's advocate on this. The money could be good forever. If the stock does phenomenal and the market takes off and woohoo, you know, we could be in the money forever. But at the same token, because let's think about current events, we're ending the longest bull market of all time. Is it going to go up forever? But if the timing is wrong with our investing and our distribution plan, that money could be gone in six months. It could be gone in five years. We don't know how long it's going to last. Let's, let's think about this a different way. Tony, if your social security was somehow linked to the stock market, meaning if the stock market went down, your social security check went down, how do you feel? Not good. Yeah, who would like that? But it, but it kind of reinforces that analogy that why would you use a stock portfolio, um, a hope so bucket of money to generate income when the th- reality is, is it's unstable and you don't know what it's going to do? To me, that's foolish and irresponsible. Now, granted, we all need red money in our plan. I'm not discounting that at all. Red money, all the, all the risky stuff that we have, is designed to hedge against taxes going up. It's designed to give us long-term growth, and it's designed to hedge against inflation, which we already learned earlier doesn't exist anymore. But <laughs> in theory, it will again. Yeah, in- inflation But that's exists. what the red money's for, yeah, is it? For sure. I know. It was, it was yeah. a joke. I'm joking. But, but that's the idea is red money is appropriate, but we just don't use it for our monthly income needs. 
And so we need it to hedge against growth, taxes, and inflation. Those are the obvious things. And just, you know, the idea of long life expectancy. If you're retiring at 65, you are perfectly entitled to live for, you know, 30, 40 years. So you need to have the red money in play. You don't just shift it all to green or something like that. But at the same token, you don't want to use red money to generate income because there's too much pricing risk with it. You could blow up, blow it up. And so you got to be careful with that. I mean, I, I can perfect example. I can remember someone that came in a few months ago, new person. They've retired. All their money's in the stock market. They pull money out every single month. And what happened in the fourth quarter of last year? You know, we had the worst market cycle in a decade, right? Every month their account went down from an investment standpoint. And what did they do? Every month they pulled some money out for income. They call that reverse dollar cost averaging. What you're doing is blowing up your account. It will never recover. If you lose money and pull it out, you're hosed, man. Don't do that. So that's what the green money is all about. It's about generating the income, generating the cash flow. <clears throat> so there you go, Tony. We've answered all the world's problems. <laughs> How easy that was. Well, that, we didn't even have to try. You just you just rattled Jeez. off solution Woo. after solution. I we love just, it. I just that's what we yeah. are problem solvers. Uh, it sounds over to here me though, Michael, like a lot of people probably have a lot of risk and don't realize it as far as their funds. Absolutely. And you're not saying not to have money in the market though. No, not at all. You need to have the right balance. And everybody's balance is unique. A lot of it has to do with how much income you need from your investments. See, if someone doesn't need any income from their investments, they can afford to have a lot more red money. But if someone needs a whole lot of income from their investments because their social security or their pension or their rental property or, or whatever things are driving their income and retirement just aren't enough, that's scary. They need to be very conscious and very careful with their money if all of it is driving the income that they need. So everybody's solution, Tony, is totally unique. Wow. Well, I think that's really important to understand, yeah. uh, obviously, and we are all unique, but we're out of time. Is there anything oh. else you want to add before we go today? No, like I said, give us a call, 805-500-7035. You can go to my main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. Remember, we're right here smack dab on Victoria in the middle of Ventura, right across the street from the government center. We're easy to get to, easy to find. But give us a call. Set up a complimentary consultation. Like I said earlier, you'll get a free book, How Your Financial Planner Failed You, which is a great basic guide to retirement income planning. So there's a lot of value that we can provide you by just give, picking up the phone and giving us a call. 805-500-7035. We're going to head out here for the day, but we'll certainly be back. And obviously, if you download our podcast, Wealth Puzzles, The Wealth Puzzle, uh, you can listen to this 10 times. It'll be awesome. Let's do it over and over again. So everybody have a great day and we'll be back. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. 
All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group LLC. The Lynn Group LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group LLC, the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.